USAC's Indiana Midget Week sort of starts tonight. Uh, it'll cl- include names like Kyle Larson, plus thoughts on Jason Sides and Craig Kinzer, and an interesting story about the purchase of Randolph County Raceway. Let's go. Today is Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Indiana Midget Week doesn't technically start until tomorrow at Bloomington, but the USAC National Midgets kick off eight races in 10 nights starting tonight at Tri-City Speedway. Tri-City actually doesn't count towards Indiana Midget Week, though, because it's not in Indiana. It's in Illinois. Uh, We haven't had a midget race uh, on dirt since Buddy Kofoid won at Port City way back on April 23rd. We did have a pavement race last Friday night at IRP which was part of the Indy 500 festivities. That was a non-points event as well. Bobby Santos started 10th and picked up the victory there. But things get back rolling again for real on dirt tonight at Tri-City. And with only four races completed on the season, we should see the championship standings move around a lot. Justin Grant enters tonight with a five-point lead over Buddy Kofoid with Mitchell Moles, Brian Wiedemann, and Cannon McIntosh completed the top five. JG currently leads both the midget and sprint car standings and is third in the Silver Crown points. USAC Midgets haven't appeared at Tri-City since 2019 when Tyler Courtney went to Victory Lane. Before that, they had five race nights in 2015 and 2016, all of which were won by Tanner Thorson. And speaking of Thorson, we haven't heard much uh, from him since he announced his departure from Reinbold Underwood a few weeks ago, but he will supposedly be racing tonight. I just don't know who for. I looked around a little bit this morning to try to figure it out, but couldn't find anything. He's actually the winningest USAC midget driver going back through the 2020 season, so he could easily be a factor tonight. Uh, Besides the midget regulars, we know Kyle Larson will make his season debut tonight in a Chad Boat-owned car. He ran last week at Millbridge with the Extreme Series in that ride as well. Larson last won a national midget race at Placerville in November of 2021, but that was actually in his own car with Paul Silva working on it. We'll also see names tonight like Zach Dom, Steve Buckwalter, Jason McDougal, Joby Miller, Ryan Timms, Chance Crum, and more. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Buddy Kofoy tonight, and that's not a bad pick. Him and JG are the only two drivers to win a points-paying feature this season, and they both finish in the top five in every race. And I thought about picking Grant here, but I'm going to be different tonight and go with someone else to break that kind of Kofoy-Grant stranglehold. I like Mitchell Moles. He's got four straight top 10 finishes, was second last time out at Port City, and had good runs recently in that Reinbold Underwood sprint car at Terre Haute. He's running a boat car all season, and I think he's a a sneaky pick uh, for some victories, and especially over the next couple of days. With Tri-City losing the Wednesday night show for the Flow Racing Night in America series, the track has added dirt car late models to tonight's program for $5,000 to win. This will be in addition to the Ward of Outlaws night tomorrow, so there should be some decent names in that field, I'd imagine. The show will be available over on Flow. We'll dive into Indiana Midget Week over on tomorrow's show. And as expected, last night's Western PA Speed Week show at Mercer was rained out. They will try again tonight at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. If you want to keep up with what's happening with these events for 410 Sprint Cars, head over to westernpaspeedweek.com. I know there's some more weather in the area, so just keep an eye on things today. And the USMTS Modifieds were supposed to be in action all weekend between Dallas County, Lakeside, and I-70, but heavy rains have forced officials to postpone all three nights until later in the summer. The three races will now take place August 11th through the 13th. For more on the schedule changes, head over to USMTS.com. 
I got asked uh, yesterday in the YouTube comments from Rick about the sale of Randolph County Raceway in Missouri to late model driver Reed Millard. Earlier this week, Millard made the purchase of the track official from previous owners David and Janelle Claypool. The track sits north of Columbia, Missouri, between Kansas City and St. Louis, and has hosted all sorts of events in the past, including the Summer Nationals. I saw this story somewhere earlier in the week, and I've seen Millard's name plenty of times before. So, you know, you just kind of think, hey, late model guy buying racetrack, cool, good deal. Uh, but I really love this story after digging in a little bit and kind of understanding who Millard is and, and what the future holds for the racetrack. Millard is a funeral homeowner in Missouri, and he makes fairly regular appearances as a driver with the National Late Model Tours. He's got 21 Lucas starts since 2020 and 10 outlaw appearances over that same period. His best finish was a 15th at Wheatland with Lucas back in July of last year, and he's previously promoted races at several tracks, including, get this, the Wiener Nationals at Randolph County, where he brought in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile as the pace car. He had food trucks, drag queens, and a hot dog eating contest to go along with the super late models he had that day. And he's doing that event again this season, and it's a 10,000 win race for the ML uh, MLRA late model series. Millard is planning a special event schedule at the track, which includes dirt racing events, plus things like demo derbies and monster trucks. And he's hired Ke uh, Kevin Gundaker to run the facility for him. And then according to Dirt on Dirt, he's turning the track into a non-profit with any proceeds going back into the racing plus charities and scholarships. Gundaker owns Tri-City and I think is a really knowledgeable hire here to run the facility for, uh, for him. But what a wild story. I don't know about you, but I wasn't expecting to talk about a funeral homeowner buying a dirt track to bring in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile and drag queens on today's show. Uh, hopefully, uh, they, those guys have a lot, a lot of luck going forward in, in promoting races there, and uh, we'll definitely keep up with what's happening now at Randolph County Raceway. One more question from yesterday came from Jim. He asked about Jason Sides and Craig Kinzer. He mentioned that they both won early in uh, you know earlier in their careers, but struggle now with their own teams and what that kind of means for their legacies. He also mentioned that they could probably win if they ran regionally or locally more often. And yeah, I agree that is probably the case if they, you know, they picked a track or picked an area or picked a smaller series uh, that they could have more success. But these guys race for a living and there aren't many places around the country where you can just do that with a 410 sprint car. They've both struggled for good finishes in recent years, but even with the lack of performance, they're able to make it work as professional teams thanks to things like tow money, obviously the prize money they make, and their small crews. With Craig, for example, it's basically just him and Mikey Kemper most of the time. And I don't doubt that with more funding, someone like Craig could probably run much better, but that would mean additional sponsorship, and I think it's probably difficult for them to be out pounding the payment for sponsors. When you're trying to be the driver and running the team, these guys also have families, uh, so it's going to be difficult for them to be able to do things like that. And as for their legacies, I don't know, you don't really know what it means for how people will view their careers. Craig is a Knoxville Nationals champion. He did get a chance to try NASCAR. And Sides owns 15 outlaw victories in his career. Those are things you can't really take away from these guys. And as much as it may suck to watch them struggle at times, they are getting to make a living going up and down the road with the world of outlaws year in and year out. Not many drivers and teams can say they are able to do that, especially for as long as these guys have been making it work. I'd be curious what you think of this situation here with Sides and Kinsley yourself. How do you view them as drivers and their careers? Leave me a comment below and let me know what you think. There are nine shows on today's streaming schedule. Flow Racing has the USAC National Midgets from Tri-City and Flow 24-7. Sprint Car Unlimited has 410 sprint cars from BAPS Motor Speedway up in Pennsylvania. And there are five races on Speed Sport, including the Western PA Speed Week opener now. 
Uh, to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.